While I fully believe that motivation is never going to be the source of drive that helps us show up day after day, it doesn't have endurance like habit does, but often it's hard for us to get started with these habits because we don't have the motivation to do it. We're not excited about it. We don't feel like it. And so finding some source of motivation and inspiration can provide that momentary hit of energy and excitement to push through that activation energy that's required to start because we know that starting is the hardest part of anything that we're trying to do. So where can we find that motivation? Where can we find that quick hit of energy, that quick hit of excitement and belief to start and hint? It's not going to be these cute motivational quotes or a little dance party. It's honestly not even going to be your kids sometimes because they're not always this deep down. Oh, I want to do it for that. Like it's really hard to tap into that. Right? So those can make us feel good most of the time and maybe help for a quick second. But I want to give you today something that you can lean on to truly believe that you're capable of doing the hard things. Something you can lean on every single time you quote need motivation. So we're going to get into that today. Get excited. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get disciplined and lose weight, and you're not afraid of a little tough love. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. I believe that we mamas have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen no matter what, and do it in a way that inspires the world and sets a beautiful example of healthy living for our little ones. My mission is to help you uncover that ability and live a life of confidence and consistency. Hey, I'm Liz, and I've been where you are. I gained more than the suggested amount of weight in both of my pregnancies, but with sustainable habits, consistency, routine, and taking hold of my thoughts, I lost it all in just over a year, both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, truly break free from the perfectionism that is holding you back, and finally feel your best all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. It's time to get disciplined so you can live a life of consistency and true confidence, mama. We're about to transform your postpartum journey. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. We're doing something super cool over in the Tough Love Mom Squad Facebook group today that has to do with this episode. So make sure that if you're not in there, if you're not plugged in yet, if you're not surrounded by all these amazing women who are just desiring to be intentional in their day-to-day lives as well, make sure you head over there, request to join. We're sharing in there things today relating to this podcast, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be super helpful for your journey, especially when you need motivation. So That being said, let's get going on where can you find this lasting source of motivation. Back in college, after my volleyball career ended, I was a typical normal person with no big goals. I didn't have any challenges I was taking on. I did not like running whatsoever. I literally thought a mile would kill me, particularly because of elementary school, the running the mile thing in gym class. Uh, My endurance was junk. I did not like running. I wasn't built for running. And when I saw other people like, or the pacer test, uh, I saw other people running faster and longer and better. And that belief was ingrained of, I'm just not good at running. And that started to form. So that lasted. And back to college after volleyball ended, 
I got into working out on my own. Eventually I had this spurt of time where I did nothing and I gained weight and I felt horrible. So I was like, I need to get in the gym. So I just started working out on my own. And out of the blue, I decided to take on one of those 5k obstacle course races because it sounded fun. It sounded doable. I liked the idea of the obstacles because those are physical and require strength. I didn't like the idea of the 5k part, but I was going to ignore that because I knew I could stop every, you know, little bit of distance. Uh, but at the same time, as I decided to do that, I picked up this book called born to run and long story short, this big, it was, he's either like an FBI guy or a CIA guy, huge, like not built for running, right? Like six, five, two fifty, something like that. Just totally not what you would picture as an endurance runner. It's the story of him working with and living with, and I haven't read it in a while. I need to pick it back up again this year, but basically it's him going with this indigenous group of group of people who are, they run like hundreds of miles on a, in a week. He became this endurance runner, literally running hundreds of miles at a time. And me reading that going, wow, this guy who is not built for running, didn't think he could run, felt really out of shape, became this runner. It planted the seed of, wow, if he's capable of that, Maybe what I believe about myself with running is wrong. And eventually, a few months later, I signed up for a sprint triathlon. <laughs> and when I crossed that finish line of that sprint triathlon, it was already set in my mind, I'm going to do an Ironman one day. And as I dove into triathlons, James Lawrence, uh, he's called the Iron Cowboy. That's like his nickname. He took on this 50-50-50, which was basically 50 Ironmans in 50 states in 50 days, which is like thousands of miles of swim, bike, run. It's insane. Doesn't seem capable for the human body to do. And as I was taking on triathlons, he was doing this. As I got my fingers into this triathlon world, I also learned about this father-son duo. The son had cerebral palsy, but wanted to be a triathlete. So his dad literally would pull him in a boat during the swim. He would tow him in a bike trailer during the bike and would push him in a jogging, like this big jogging stroller during the run and was doing Ironman triathlons. Uh, there's also this nun who was like 70 years old competing in Kona in Hawaii at the Ironman World Championships. And I started following these professional Ironman triathletes. Some of them were moms. Some of them were older and didn't get into all of this till they were in their 40s. Uh, it was just mind blowing. I saw amputees finishing these triathlons and I was going, wow, if they're capable of these things, why am I thinking about myself that I can't run three miles? that I'm not capable of more. So I just started training day in and day out. I focused on small increments of growth, of endurance, and upping my belief of what I was capable of. It was literally just showing up one day, one workout at a time. There came a day when I had to do a five mile run. I know it doesn't sound like a lot for some of you, I'm sure, but uh, I told my mom <laughs> if I wasn't back in an hour to call 911 because I probably died. Uh, yeah, I had still was struggling with that belief that I wasn't a runner, but I did that run and I proved to myself I was capable of five miles. That was the longest I had ever run in my life. Fast forward a few years, just two years, actually, I did a full Ironman triathlon. Just a few years prior, I thought one mile on a treadmill, one mile out on a track would have killed me. Yet there I was having crossed the finish line of 144.6 mile triathlon. The Ironman I did had an extra four miles on the bike course. Usually an Ironman's 140.6, go big or go home, right? But there I was at the finish line, having covered that distance 
And I capped it off with a marathon. And this isn't because I'm superhuman. I'm not telling you this to be like, ooh, look at me, what I did. I'm showing you that you can go from believing something about yourself that might not be true, that might be keeping you living small, that might be keeping you from realizing your potential. And you are fully capable of breaking through that and doing what you don't think is possible. The motivation and inspiration that I was leaning on continued to move me forward. And the reason it moved me forward and I could lean on it was because I was changing my beliefs and that change in my beliefs, that change in my thinking started to change how I showed up. And ultimately it changed what I believe I was capable of. I have always been so awed by what the human body is capable of if we tear down old beliefs and turn off our minds. So how can you find this motivation and inspiration that you can lean on and let it start changing your thinking, changing the way you believe about yourself? Where can you find this? How can you find this? How can you lean on it daily so you can do the things that you didn't know you were capable of? And not not if you're looking to do some crazy physical feat. Like I know we're moms here. This is not, I'm not telling you to go sign up for an Ironman, but we can still apply this to going from where you are now and the habits that you're doing currently to the habits you want to be doing, the things you want to be consistent in. Maybe you do want to run a half marathon one day, but you haven't ran in a year. That's a long way to go, but you need to learn how to Find that source of motivation, help it change your thinking and carry it through day to day as you show up training. So again, not talking about doing some crazy physical feat. You can apply this to any area. The issue that we all have, the issue that's holding you back is you don't believe you're capable of living that way. You don't believe you're capable of following through on that because of past events, past circumstances, maybe things that were spoken over, over you from other people or things you started to believe and speak over yourself that tell you that you aren't capable. So what do we do? How do we change that? It's simple. I want you to start seeking out stories of other people achieving the seemingly impossible. We're here talking about habits and health, but you can apply this to your job, your motherhood, anything, honestly, but back to your health, because that's what we're here for. It's a physical challenge you want to take on. I want you to find stories of people doing the seemingly impossible. There's David Goggins, the iron cowboy. There's so many other people. If you want to lose weight postpartum and it's a lot more than you thought you'd be facing, that might be why you found and followed me initially. Uh, Go find other moms who have been in the same position you are, but are where you want to be down the road. If you just want to be consistent, find stories of people who have overcome the most impossible situations, yet still found a way to make time, still found a way to show up when they didn't feel like it. You just have to go seek out those stories, seek out those people. Instead of filling our minds and consuming them with just the random information that comes up on our feed or on the TV or numbing out with things that don't necessarily lift us up and spur us on. Let's seek out things intentionally that are going to make us grow our belief in ourselves. I want to talk about how this affects your brain really quick because it's really cool. In the book Limitless by Jim Quick, he says what it does for you, it being looking at people who are down the road where you want to be, who are inspirational, who have done these amazing things, what that does for you is change your perceptions of your own restrictions. And it makes it more difficult, if not impossible, to buy into the notion that you can expect to accomplish only a modest amount with your brain when you knew that others could achieve so much more. It's called unlimiting or unlearning your false assumptions. So basically, when you are putting into your brain these stories and these things that people have done or overcome, when you're doing that, 
it makes it harder and if not impossible for your brain to keep believing the things that might not be true. It's unlimiting your brain, unlearning those false assumptions that you're not capable of whatever it is that you want to do or that you don't think you can do. So cool. Isn't that you can literally change your beliefs about yourself and ultimately change what you're capable of change what you're doing in the day to day. So stop believing the lies. All you got to do is seek out other stories, read books, watch documentaries, go to a race, like go to a marathon, go to the finish line and look at the people who are crossing the finish line. You're going to be like that kind of person just did a marathon. And that person, if they can do it, I can do a marathon, go see it in person, go watch it on TV, then go take action and be inspired as you watch them accomplish the impossible. And allow that to keep you motivated as you change your life. Because like we talked about the other day, when you are putting forth the effort to make a change in your habit, when that, that effort that it takes will lessen over time as you're consistent and eventually it will become routine. It will become automatic. And then what's cool is you're going to become that inspiration for other people, which is man, so rewarding. So do you remember when I was telling you at the beginning of this episode, just a few minutes ago, how in our Facebook group today, I'm doing something super cool related to this episode. Well, if you have no idea where to find these stories or these people that you will find inspirational, because maybe the people I mentioned today don't inspire you. Maybe it's not a physical feat you want to do. Maybe you, I don't know, want to parent in a different way. And so you want to seek out stories of parents who are doing things the way you want to do it. I don't know, whatever it is, Over in the Tuffle of Mom Squad, other moms are sharing stories of people and Instagram pages and whoever it is that inspires them and why it inspires them, what area it relates to in their life. So you might be able to find someone or a story on there that's going to spur you on because I don't know all the things. I don't know all the people. I don't know of all the accounts, but other moms out there do. So Make sure that you go over to the Facebook group. I linked it below in the show notes. Request to join that if you're not part of it yet and just scroll those suggestions. Uh, and if you're listening to this later on, search for the post by searching for motivational people, stories, and pages. Uh, that's what I'm titling the post as. So make sure that you go search for that. Go share any stories that inspire you or go seek out ones that other mamas are sharing in there. Okay, I'll see you in there. Before you go, Thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how this show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.